my name is Jude Duncan and this is So Skin, a podcast all about visible differences, invisible illnesses and journeys to self-acceptance. This podcast features stories from people living with visible differences and invisible illnesses who create, document and share their journeys on social media. I've had psoriasis for almost seven years and I've been sharing my experiences of psoriasis online over the last four years as well as my experience of psoriatic arthritis since last year. So let's start the podcast. Hi Costanza, welcome to the podcast. Hi Yid, thank you for joining me. No, thank you for coming on. Um, I'm a big fan of your Instagram account and the positivity that you have on it. So I had to have you as one of my uh, podcast guests for sure. Um, just for all of our listeners, can you please tell me what condition you have? So hi everyone, and I'm Constanza, and I have a rare uh, acne condition called cystic acne. And where do you have that? You have it on your face? Do you have it on other parts of your body as well? Yeah, I have it uh, mostly on my face and on my cheeks, my my forehead. Also, sometimes on my jawline, it goes right down my neck. And sometimes, uh, a few times, I have it on my back and on my chest. Great. um, Constanza, when were you first diagnosed with cystic acne? Well, at first, um, I started with um, and my cystic acne when I was nine. And wow. my parents didn't know uh, what, what, what that was. And they were just like two or three cysts. And when I turned 11, and that's when my period started. And mm-hmm. I just, and my, it got worse. And my parents got a little bit of like, and worried and so they decided to get me to a dermatologist. How did you deal with um, being diagnosed so young? Well it wasn't that simple I just was I just were so like um, innocent I just couldn't understand that and, and I don't know I just wasn't that worried about it I think that that's one of the main reasons why I'm like very positive about it because I think that it's much easier to deal with it at a young age than when you're older. Like and when people get diagnosed at 20 years old or older, I think that it impacts really more your life than when you're younger because you deal with uh, more comments and more people telling you, more people telling you that and what's wrong with you and they don't have like anything and like any kind of thoughts that they will think hey that's an old that's a child I won't ask the child that thinks maybe he doesn't or she doesn't understand and but when you're older it gets a little bit more complicated to explain and to affront that and you have that condition and maybe you will need to explain that to others while when you're younger maybe people may think that hey I won't ask those questions to a child and yeah it's I think it child's deals deal be, uh, be the best with acne than people that are already grown-ups and yeah. 
That's a really interesting insight. I've never thought about it that way. So that's, that's really interesting to hear. Um, when you went uh, to the dermatologist when you were 11, did they put you on medication? What has your journey been? Because you're 17 now. So what's your journey been from kind of 11 to 17? Yeah, and I wasn't put immediately into Acutan or Isotretinoin. I was put on an Lamisicline and for like three months, I think. I don't remember very well my journey. And after that, uh, my dermatologist immediately told my mom that I will need a medication, that if not, I will be left with scores and he didn't want that. So after like getting me used to the antibiotics, which is lamisicline, and he started with my course of Ragatan, which lasted three years and seven months. Wow. That's, that's a pretty big decision to make so young about the scarring. Um, how did you feel about that, you know, getting that news at such a young age that this could be a, a, a permanent thing? Yeah, and well, I wasn't, as I said before, I wasn't that impacted. I just thought, hey, there, that, that's the thing that will help me. I just experienced the problems when sleeping and all that and pain. And at school, it was very uncomfortable. I just had to ask my teachers to and give me permission to go to the bathroom so I can wipe off some blood and all that. So that was a very difficult and I'm really, I'm really thankful because I was surrounded by such very good people and my friends were always so supportive. But yeah, sometimes people just are curious about it and they will ask things and maybe that can get a little bit of um, uncomfort. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I started to think that, hey, they, they are just asking me about it. They are just curious. I just, if I have a bad attitude towards them, I will create more stigma towards acne. So I decided to not uh, receive those questions in a negative way, but just in a curious and um, more friendly way. So yeah, I decided to change that, that way of thinking. And yeah, I started to explain what cystic acne, have more patience, and yeah, I created a really healthy environment with doing that. And yeah, I'm really grateful for having that kind of environment surrounding me. Yeah, that's incredible to, to have that outlook. Is that what made you decide to start your Instagram account around your acne journey? And yes, part of it. And when I was 16, uh, I just was, I just was searching for more info around cystic acne and acne conglobata and I just found some videos on YouTube. I found one of um, P. My name is Jeff P. In yes. Uh -huh. And he posted some good videos around it and um, acne conglobata and what it's like. I just love they so much. He's and they are just so amazing and I don't know. I just I just love them and they uh, started talking about uh, what was their journey with it and I just fell in love with them and 
yeah, I just started to search for their Instagram. I just found it and I thought, hey, I have a pretty similar journey. Uh, I may join also. So I waited for like six months until I was just happy with me. I was uh, starting to think, hey, I'm just ready to do it. I have, I feel mentally stable to start my, to start a, a acne account. And yeah, I did it. What do you think the biggest misconception with acne is? Well, and as I said before, um, I think that people just don't understand what acne is like. And I will explain this with a little story. When I was 15 and I just ran to the bathroom to wipe off some of the blood and pools and everything. And some friends of mine from years up, mm-hmm. they just come up to me and ask, and ask me if I was fine, what was happening to me, why the sink of the school bathroom was full with tissues with blood. And I just, I just kind of explained to them that it was cystic acne, that that's a severe type of acne, that it causes sick and some severe scars. And that's something that I can completely avoid just by eating or uh, eating healthy or drinking water. It's something more that has to do with my gut health and some hormonal imbalance and everything about genetics. And I just explained that to them and they were like, wow, I thought that acne was just some tiny pimples that will occur when you are on your period or mm-hmm. just or you, that you're suffering from a period of stress. And I think that that's, that's the biggest misconception around acne, that people don't know how severe it can get and how much it can affect uh, people's life. Yeah, it's it's horrible. Um, when I was uh, first diagnosed with psoriasis, and the same day that I was diagnosed with psoriasis, I was also put on medication because um, I had some cyst- cystic acne on my back. Um, and luckily, it healed up after being on the antibiotics. But you know, that was it was so painful, and I can't imagine you know having to live with that when I only had it for like just a few months. Um, and I, I think that is you know that's when I realized myself that acne was was way more than just uh something cosmetic and something that you know was on the skin it was it had a lot of more uh deep-rooted issues you know that that can affect you and and your mental health um how do you deal with like unsolicited acne advice and do you get a lot of it um really not i think it's getting a lot better and one of my triggers is stress mm-hmm. and I have a, I was diagnosed with an obsessive compulsive disorder okay and I also obviously that leads to some anxiety and some stress and I think that being alone with my family and all that has helping me a lot with my acne and how it is uh, progressing I also have been also absolutely taking care of my skin. I also use FEF every day and no matter what, I just, I just think that even though we're in isolation, we just can't stop uh, giving love to ourselves or taking care of ourselves because nobody else is looking. 
I think that the only reason I just take care of my skin is because I look at myself and I love to take care of me. And I think that one is one, that's one of the main reasons why I'm just so dedicated to my account and all that because I, before trying to post photos for others, I think I do it uh, firstly for myself. Yeah, I love that. I love what you were saying there about taking care of your skin because you love yourself. I think that that is so important and, you know, it's it's not for a cosmetic reason. It's not to look better. It's because you love yourself and it's a form of self-care. Exactly. Completely agree with you, Jude. What do you wish you'd known when you were first diagnosed that you know now? Uh, First, and... That's a really curious question because I just didn't find out about and uh, that I had acne conglomerate and no one told me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if they didn't tell me when, because I was so young, but they just tell me, hey, this is acne. It's a severe form of acne, but I have never heard the word cystic or conglomerate. I think that my dermatologist just avoided, avoided it or he told my mom, but my mom just forgot it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I yeah. don't know why. And it was later when I just, I just was trying to search for answers and how I can explain to others and what, 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 what am I going through? Mm-hmm. That's when I started searching. I started making questions and searching for more answers and yeah i found out about that's acne conglomerate i just asked my dermatologist like two years after when i was 13 and he just told me yeah it is that it is and you can search more information on the internet if if you have more questions or just come to me and i will solve everything so yeah i no one told me that i had Acne they just told me that it was a, a stage four or something like that, like four type of acne, mm-hmm. but it was on some sort of thing, like on the fourth level. Mm-hmm. So weird. And that's it. They never mentioned cystic acne or acne gunglobata. And yeah, I found out after that. And yeah, it was so, it was so like a little bit of, of I had some oncophot. And that's why I decided to go to more, to search more YouTube videos, also more articles on the internet and all that. And I think that thanks to that, I'm maybe more informed about acne and all that because I decided to just search for my own answers. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I think that, yeah, I think that that was the right decision but yeah uh, I just want to just tell people that even if your child is young and maybe not understand things they will understand everything just don't hide what they have because I think that if people hide their children information about their health that's creating more stigma more mysterious and uh, more mystery sorry and they just need answers they just need to know what they have even though they might not understand immediately 
but I think that people often just don't realize how, how smart kids are and how, how intelligent they are and um, how brave they can be besides adults. So I think that hiding your kids and diagnosis is something bad and yeah, they just need answers. That's amazing. I love that answer. Um, my final question to you is what would you, what advice would you give to someone who was newly diagnosed with um, cystic acne or just acne in general? Well, the main advice I will absolutely tell, I always tell this to everyone, is that um, don't be afraid to cut toxic people. Don't be afraid to change your environment. The main cause of our insecurities isn't our acne or isn't any skin condition we have. is the people around us that tell us that that's not okay and that we are often sick. sick. And those people are the ones that are creating more stigma around you that are making you more, feel more insecure about yourself. When there's nothing wrong with it, we are in causing or uh, uncomfort. We don't want to go through um, painkillers, medication, antibiotics, injections, treatments. We don't like that. We don't enjoy that. And and we also don't enjoy uh, hearing others tell us that we are sick, we're gross, we have something wrong within us. And I think that the main reason why we often think that we are enough is because we're surrounded in a toxic environment that tells us that uh, it's okay for us to feel bad when it's not. And so yeah, I think that uh, it doesn't matter if it's your family, or your friends or anyone you can you have all the right to cut people to say no to say hey i don't agree with what you're saying i think you made me you may need more investigation around it or, or a little bit more awareness i think that if we want to make a change we need and um, and both parties to participate and to make it I think that it's not only us that need to just create more awareness towards skin conditions, but also the people that surround us. They just need to support us, to support this big community, because we are just people like everyone else, and we just deserve respect and love. I could not agree more. Constanza, <laughs> if people wanted to find you uh, on the internet, where, where could they find you? Well, you can find me, uh, find me on my Instagram, Skin the Shame. That's the only um, media, uh, social media I use. And uh, Skin the Shame is uh, S K I N N O S H A M E. Amazing! Thank you so much for being on my podcast. Thank you for just the amazing work you're doing. I'm just so grateful for being here, and thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much.